1: We're talking about death by khakis. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Price.com. Guys, Price is a powerful online web application that simplifies the acquisition process for real estate direct mail marketing campaigns. Price provides research tools and enables you to identify locations to mail, price your data, analyze over 1 million comps, pull owner records, and scrub your data to produce a ready-to-mail campaign list. Let's not forget that they just added skip tracing too so yeah. you can you can get numbers um so that's awesome it's all in one it's all right there you don't have to go anywhere make sure you go check this out at uh, price.com forward slash casual fridays rei to start your seven-day free trial and get discounted prices today that's prycd.com dcom forward slash casual fridays rei
0: and it's important you have that forward slash casual fridays rei because you get the best pricing with that you don't go back later and say hey max I think I was supposed to get better pricing than this. And he's going to say, why didn't you do that forward slash? And it helps the brother out. (laughs) It does help us out. Yeah. Man, death by khakis. When you said that, when we talked about it at lunch, I was like, I thought it was funny because it was part of a meme and it just kind of bounced off my tongue. And then as I sat through the afternoon, as we were getting ready because we had some other stuff pop up before we recorded, I started thinking, shit, man, last six weeks, worried about the head scans and all that. And we hadn't mentioned any of that on the show. And I was like, oh, that just took a dark turn and and for myself. And I was like, well, which way do we go with that? And then I was thinking the investor part of the job. So I'm like all over the place right now on this topic. And so I, uh, I got to defer to you for a second cause to get going and get my train of thought so I know which direction to go or well, help me unpack it.
1: Well, I did want to take note that you're wearing khaki-colored pants right now. So. I am, and I'm not wearing shorts.
0: <laughs> and, and, you know, it was a, you know the early on joke is that when I first went on our own, I wore, I wore shorts for the first year just to kind of boycott the middle America mm-hmm. or the, the middle management, corporate America, just standard business casual.
1: Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say those are khakis though; they're, they're just khaki colored. Um,
0: yeah, they're kind of an in between chino.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chino yeah. describes it well, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just uh, well, as soon as we, I just happened to see, I was like, oh, "He's wearing." He's, maybe he's dying slowly today. He's dying slowly <laughs> today.
0: No, I'm not dying. And we had a brain scan to no, know that that is okay. And so for and, and so let's unpack it. We'll just work all the way through it. So, you know, last six weeks, the the there was a concern that there may have been a tumor on my pituitary gland. Um Went to go, went through the blood test a couple times to have it verified. Went and got an MRI done and it came back clean. Uh, first attempt at the MRI was a no go because if you've ever had a, a brain MRI, they put your face under a camera cage type thing. There's supposed to be a little slot where you can see your feet through a mirror. The lady didn't adjust the mirror for me. And so, about 12 scans in of the 50 scans I needed to do, I had a panic attack and said, Get me out of this damn thing. So then I go back, my wife being sweet as could be, decides to hold my feet at the end. We figure out that they had to adjust the mirror for my face, gave me a sedative that never kicked in until we got to Chick-fil-A two hours later, and then I almost fell asleep on her shoulder. So we get the results back, everything came back clear, so thank you for the few people that kind of knew about that and the prayers and thoughts and and whatnot. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. But um, it did beg the question of, hey, we're not immortal, there is a time period, there is an expiration date. Uh, and I had to have some some deep thoughts and moral conversations with my wife about, like, hey, here's the 12 LLCs, here's the bank accounts, here's the insurance. Not something I thought of doing. But the topic doesn't really go with that today because it, it does in essence because that end termination of life, go out and do what's happy and, and live that. You know, I, we saw the, the topic kind of comes from most people die in their 20s, meaning – they just give up on life and they don't really live it to the fullest and they don't get buried till they're 70. And so, so many of our entrepreneurs are trying to decide what they're going to do. Go live my best life. Go do this, go chase this, this dream of entrepreneurship, but they have that W2 and responsibilities that come with it. And so is there a mindset shift in there? Is there a perception shift we can do like maybe making your job investor in your new company? So, Man, that was a lot to unpack right
1: there. <laughs> and I'm not sure I immediately thought of it the way that you did. Okay. I mean, I would probably, it's just said differently. Cause when I think of it, I think of, you know, like that person, like you, I don't remember what it is, the person in their 20s who dies right then, yeah. right? I thought of it as like, the person who wants to do so much, but they're just sitting in their office at work and they're just like miserable with life, but mm-hmm. they keep doing it anyway. And I, keep, think, I think that's pretty much what you said. I, just, think, so.
0: Uh, I think so. I think so. I think I went several different directions there and it could be because my blood was dumped yesterday and my brain works crazy, stupid directions the day after. And you know this. <laughs> so, yeah. And
1: it's such a sad thing too, because I know at least uh, in our lives, right? You get, you, there's so much you want to do. Yeah. Uh, and then people get weighed down by just life in general, bills yeah. and responsibilities, and they just get stuck in that rut, and they can, or they feel like they can never do anything about it, mm-hmm. and so they just give up. Okay, and then they just live a life where they just exist.
0: Yeah. So like kind of like the golden handcuffs, but maybe they're khaki handcuffs and they're khaki <laughs> ankle weights. Yeah. And they're just stuck living that mundane piece. And I don't think having a W two job is a bad thing. I think that there are a lot of people that, that their mindset works that way. They're, they're, they're wired to do that. Maybe we can go into the far left or the far right theories of maybe institu- we're institutionalized as kids in school, and this is what we're trained to be workers, and this is why it's done this way, and all the supporting data that any conspiracy theorist will have for it. But at the end of the day, there are people that are better suited for that, and, and this fits better as a side hustle and you know going out and buying a couple desert squares a, a year where they make you know 20 or 30,000 bucks extra a year that's pretty awesome for them they they they're okay with that and that's you know that's okay with me i'm like i'm not don't look down on that i think that's amazing and i think that you found that and you found your your stride there i think what gets to me is that person that maybe complains about it or maybe says i'm gonna do this but never is is always a Mm non-starter and i and i don't care if it's land i don't care if it's whatever the one thing that i know about you is that you're not you're not a non-starter you're gonna try it like Mm -hmm. and sometimes it may not go as quickly as you want it to but i know you're gonna jump out there and do it and you probably know the same about me like if we have an idea and it says okay hey we're like okay let's go and as we have gotten more mature in our entrepreneurial journey meaning we've done more things that have been more successful we move quicker now. Like we, mm-hmm. we we don't look at the risk the same way. We say, Okay, hey, what does it cost us? Do I have a tax depreciation plan against it? Does it save me money on taxes? Okay, cool. Now I've made money already. Now let's see how I can make more money with this with this idea or whatever that may be.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm fighting a cult. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> well sometimes I wish I had it in me to where I could be comfortable. Just content and happy going to work for someone.
0: <laughs> we talked about this walking back from lunch the other day.
1: Yeah, I my the last job I had, I had a boss who just he just loved being an employee. He could um thanks. He could dang I'm taking Trevor moment here. <laughs> anyway, he he went to work every day and just treated this job like he owned the company. And yeah. I've never been able to do that. Okay. And uh for him, like I don't know if he would ever experience that. Like, oh, I'm held up because I have this job. Yeah. I have personally never had a job where I could give any kind of ownership to.
0: Really? Never. So I I felt that with the railroad, that was part of my identity, and I owned every second of it. And I think early on in management there, one of my vice presidents came to me. He goes, you're the CEO of your area. Treat it as such. And then gave me carte blanche to run with it. And I think that helped me as a development. I don't know that you could do that for everybody because that gave me ownership. And when you give me a piece of it, I'm, I'm coming after it. I think
1: what always is hampered to me is like, you're going to give me full responsibility of this place, but you're not going to pay me
0: like it. Ah, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm
1: the CEO. Well, they cut me that executive check, buddy.
0: Yeah, okay. I can see that piece of it, and I never thought of it. For me, money's always been a byproduct of hard work versus, uh, well, you better give it to me or I'm not going to do it. It, It's always been, I'm just going to do it and understand it is going to follow.
1: Maybe. I mean, I, I do you think Jim Young was working any harder than you? <laughs> well, he's dead now. <laughs> at the time, I don't know. I, I know his
0: fight. I know his fight and his uh, his decisions are were different at that time. And you know whether whether because as I moved up into the different things, my my daily battles were different than what it would be. You know, a guy out in the middle of the rain in the snow, tying a handbrake on a coal train that they're having to cut the powerway to go shove another train up the hill. I that that sucked. I and I did that. You know, I get jumped on by hobos. You have done that. But it was when you moved up, you, you, you try to remember what the other person is going through and be empathetic to it, but they may not understand what you go through or what, you, what you're doing. And so maybe that's part of the, that enslavement, I don't want to use the word enslavement, and I, and I, but it is in a way of those, those golden handcuffs or those khaki ankle weights, the, uh, they just, you, you get into it. And so it becomes that new fight, that new standard operating procedure that you're going to have to do that new daily routine to get that little bit of check at the end and not understand it. You know, I, we, we onboarding with Peyton this week and I, and I started thinking about that as well. It's like the, the paycheck and doing this. And you know, I, we had a conversation last week with, um, a, a client and they were, their wife wasn't okay with them spending 3,500 bucks for a business that they wanted to start. They're okay with them doing it, but that was the breaking point for the wife. Well, I didn't know we could do this. you didn't even ask me beforehand. and, the question to me is like, as a business owner, there's times where you outlay a lot of cash in hopes, whether it's in technology, whether it's in CRMs, whether it's in marketing, whether it's in, um, you know, whatever part of your business, hoping that it comes back. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee in it. You know, we trade a lot of money for assets that hold. So we put, like, say, we buy a hundred thousand dollar piece of property, put a hundred thousand bucks there. We know that's just a placeholder. We know the property is probably worth if we're putting a hundred thousand, it's worth one fifty, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. We know that. But we also know out of that 50 or a hundred thousand potential profit we got to cover the marketing expenses the telephone the internet the rent whatever all the, those costs are then hope to have enough to grow the business and feed the kids
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and this, that's just that wild ride of entrepreneurship right I mean it's yeah and I think most people are scared of that I think that and that's where that death by khakis comes yeah. in you know you're just like shit all I got to do is put on my khaki pants, put on my polo <laughs> go in and say yes sir. Okay, sir. Yes, ma'am. Okay, ma'am. Do my ten tasks they want me to do. Go to the bathroom, take two company dumps a day, <laughs> and hide out. And that's I. I. Uh, I don't know that I could go back. I
1: have a hard time doing it. I mean, we talked about that the other day too. Like, there's some jobs that sound cool. Yeah. But then the realities of them sit in. Yeah. You know, and then you've got a boss. You've got quotas or whatever that yeah. is. Things to do. Like the thing. The, the jobs that sound cool to me right now, like. Say, for example, like helicopter pilot. You yeah. Know, that sounds cool.
0: But <laughs> so do you think we've gotten back to our like our seven year old imagination? It's like, what would you want to do? I want to ride and drive Cobras every day. <laughs> yeah.
1: But then I'm thinking, like, okay, well, the reality of a helicopter, like EMS pilot. Yeah. I'm getting calls at two and three in the morning. I want to fucking get up at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no way.
0: My phone, that's what Jessica goes. Uh, we had a neighbor down the street. Um, she had an allergic reaction. So she, she got sick and was taking a sh- steroid shot and a- antibiotic. She came off the steroid shot. It was like a three-day steroid shot and then an antibiotic. So she woke up in the middle of the night, and her face was on fire. So she goes to the restroom and looks, and her face is swollen. She looks down at her hands. They're swollen twice the size of her normal, and her feet are swollen. And then all of a sudden, her stomach got really upset, and she started having, like, explosive like needing to go. So Jessica's like – her husband was sound asleep, and they have they have four kids. And she said – Jessica's like, oh, I told her just to call you to wake you up because you always keep your phone on. I was like, Jessica – in the 6 years that we have been away from the road, my phone has yeah. not been on at night. It's on question. She goes, because well, I heard it go off the other night. I said I was waiting on a phone call and I said so that's the only time the volume is ever on on the ringer anymore. She's not going to wake me up at 11 because she has to go to the restroom and okay. has doubled she's having some allergic reaction and it it's not going to happen. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. We're going to have to figure something out. If I'm her safety net, then I need to put her phone and it'll wake me up in the middle of the night. Like is that a thing? You can yeah, have certain you, numbers? Yeah, you can have certain numbers that all that never silence. Oh, interesting. So yeah,
1: anyway, I don't know if we got off track or not, but like going back to these people who feel like they're um, death by, you know, cat or whatever. Uh-huh. Like I did want to say that even though it sounds miserable to me and I, and I think you do like it can, we talked about this also. It's not always a bad thing. No. Like, because you can use that to maybe, maybe you just need that one deal to waken you up. Like mm-hmm. that one thing that drives you forward to do a little bit more. Uh-huh. And now this job that pays your bills mm-hmm. allows you to continue living while you reinvigorate yourself back to what excites you and makes you I'm just saying back to a man again, right? You yeah. Know, it's like you're excited to get up and do things every day. We see that all the time in the training because people oh, are like, Yes. I can't believe this actually works. I flipped one deal, I made some money. Like yeah. let's do this again, right?
0: Yeah. I, I love that it gives some of those guys that meaning, that purpose. And I we've heard it over and over and over where these guys are saying, man, or these women are saying, Man, you I feel like I got my life back. Hey, my wife wants to to say thank you because I, I I'm back to her. She got her husband back. The guy that she loved is a 20 year old that was spitting, pissing vinegar, was ready to rock and roll, and that that's what this is, is. The conversation is about. It's not leave your job. It's find that passion that turns you into the guy that you used to be. That 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 former self that's not the shell of the man or the shell of the woman that you are now, because that is what life is about. Is life is having that passion, that journey, that that excitement and and then the idea of turning your W-2 into the investor into this to give you the time, the security, you know, the benefits, every person that you meet here started with a W-2 job and did this as a side hustle. I don't care what guru you listen to on a podcast on any, any real estate investing podcast that started out as started as hundred percent real estate investor. They did this as a side hustle and then went full time. Now, I'm not telling you had to. There are many, many, many investors, like look at dentists, doctors and stuff that go into syndications now that do this, and they do it part-time, but they do it because it gives them something to be excited about. It's the same reason our buyers buy the Bass Boat property. They sit at the water cooler and say, hey, man, I was at my 20 acres in southeast Oklahoma yesterday. You should see what it's looking like now. I saw a 10-point out there. It was badass.
1: Yeah, it's just taking that one little step, too. And that's what I like about land investing is that um, I think a lot of people can be scared. Well, I want to I want to do something, but I can't afford it. Yeah. Right? And, well, we all know you can buy land at any price. Yep. And it, it could be, I mean, it's not something we, like, love or talk about anymore, but it could be that one $500 property you buy somewhere, <laughs> that quarter acre you bought in the desert, right? That could be enough to spark you to
0: build your empire. Hey, Adam, I bought a $1,400 five acre in the desert couple of weeks ago. I think you bought a lot more than one. I bought one. I'm just saying for fourteen hundred bucks. I bought this one and it is on the market at fourteen thousand dollars right now. I was gonna have a twenty five hundred dollar fee to sell it. But you know when you think about that, we also closed on a two point seven million dollar property a couple of weeks before. This is this is the range I love, I love, I love about land investing. And there's gonna be some guys that say, Oh but I can only do this, I can only do that. Man, if I can make money, I'm gonna do it. Because I've got kids to feed, i got I got khakis I'm trying not to wear, and I have shorts and v-neck t-shirts that I need to keep fresh. Same here. Yeah. Well, how long do we go today?
1: It's about 17 minutes.
0: I think that's enough time. Remember, we are having another week of the half-price sale on the uh, Land Flipping Blueprint, and uh, Rocket Print will be having one more sale before the end of the year to get your mail taken care of, uh, to get that last bit of sales. um Price in. Yeah, spend that
1: money before you have to pay taxes on it. Yeah. Go.
0: All right. Well, then
1: that's it for today, guys. As always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening. to. like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. See you next Friday.
0: See you, guys.